You're listening to Trot the Egging, hosted by John Hetherington, working with Witness Rugby Union Football Club, sponsored by Boydells. Time in the chat, mate, where I just ask you a few daft questions. So, any pre-match superstitions? Uh, I didn't. I don't really have any as such. Um, I was always like really conscious about um, being on time. Yeah. Uh, but like superstitions, no. I, I've seen some funny ones. Like George Carmont used to, he used to give himself like a full massage from head to toe. Or what he used to, used to work up from his feet right the way up to his calves, to his quads, to his hammies, and then like massage his own arms and that was really weird. And then <laughs> seen like loads of people who were who were not religious pray, right? <laughs> but only before a game. Like, yeah. Is that uh, Ryan Hoffman? Used to take his wedding ring off, kiss it, look at it, put it in his uh, blazer pocket. Uh, but no, I, didn't, I never really, I never really had any. To be fair, yeah, fair enough, mate. So, your favourite away ground you played at? Um, do you know what? I I always used to like the really old stadiums, Willow yeah. School, Nosley Road, the jungle for wakey places like that. Yeah, yeah, like, like, because. And what was the old sofa? What was the old sofa one? Yeah, the the, uh, the willows. Willows, yeah. yeah. That was brilliant. That it was like dead, dead bad, but really good as well. Like the changing room, the changing rooms at Willows it was like you couldn't fit thirteen blocks in it. Never mind it no. changed. They leaked as well. It was under the stand, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But there was some something about it, like the Wilderspool as well. Like I don't, uh, I don't know, just like dead close. Like concrete, you could feel the you could feel the crowd really close and that. Yeah. But any, so anything like that. I mean, like these these new stadiums, they're, they're good, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're, they're good to look at. Yeah, they're good to look at, but yeah. the atmosphere and stuff, they're not they're not the same. Right, mate. So again, I say to people, the definition of this next word is different for everybody, mate. But the toughest player you played with and against. So with, with is an easy one, Mickey McLaurin. Yeah. Um, by an absolute mile as well, like head and shoulders. Like he's, he's what he's what five foot nine, um, but like it's, it's very rare that you meet somebody who's not scared of anybody. But yeah. like he was not scared of a single person. Like, yeah, he's an hard man, and he. Oh man, honestly. Or he he comes across a hard man. Yeah, just yeah. just frightening. But like right the way to his court. I mean, like did you see? He, he snapped his leg in half. Dislocated his ankle and was laughing. <laughs> Did you see that? No. Someone, I think he was at Wigan at the time. Someone, Benny Flower, landed on him, snapped his leg in half. You could see it as well, flopping around. Uh, and he was just sort of like led, led back on his on his arms, laughing. So he, yeah, in by a mile. He was he was one of them where like you could sense the intimidation on the other the other teams. Like cause he just like he was so fit as well. Yeah. Fly out of the line, but. Yeah, him by a mile. Uh, toughest, toughest opponent in a different sense. Rob Bur- Rob Burrows, he was he used to scare the life out of me playing against him. Like I, I absolutely hate it because he, he just made you look like a fool. Yeah. Um, which is when you when you're in the middle of a pitch with twenty thirty thousand people looking at you, it's the last thing you want. Blowing out your ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So there was him, but like, so yeah, tough in that sense. Gaz Ellis, yeah, um, he was just like, just rock hard. Like, he, 
Do you know William Manu actually? William Manu is tough. Um, yeah, Adrian Morley. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a tough one. Like the, the standout one for me. I used to hate playing against any winger that had a bit about him. Yeah. Briscoe was really like, you just couldn't get older, Briscoe. It's a strong bloke, you know, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Right. Friend. So, say, say you're with the lads, mate, you've had a few, you'd end up in a boozer where the karaoke's out, the mic's in your hand, what are you giving us? <laughs> uh, I don't know, earache, probably, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, Some Oasis, Brown Eyed Girl, uh, yeah. Sweet Caroline, classics, really, but yeah. I'd, try, you... I'd be trying to grab a partner up. Yeah, will you be bigging the crowd up or do you just stand and give it us? Is the no finger clicking in a shuffle? Nah, it's not really, it's not really my bag. No, I mean, no. Bad voice. Don't blame you, mate. Not mine, really. But like you said, after a few, who knows, innit? So yeah, exactly. you're 1 to 13, mate. You can start at full back or front row. It's up to you. So if you just say, tell us who and a little bit of why and then. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll start at the back then. Sam, yeah, definitely Sam Tompkins, hundred percent by an absolute, by an absolute mile with the fullbacks that I played against. It was just he, he had um, or he's got he had a presence about him from really early on where he was uh, respected by everybody in the team, which is very hard to do when you've got senior players. And he just he'd talk up in meetings and he'd be that confident in himself and back his own knowledge and. Um, an ability that he, that he'd be able to do it, and he was just he was just, he, he was just something else. Like I mean, he he still is, he's yeah, phenomenal. But like he could execute some of the th- things he could execute when he first started. He had that left foot step, left foot step, no one knew what to do, and then people found out he's coming back off his left, um, and he just changed his game. Like and and to to be able to do that, um, and to kill it in such a different way, is something else. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so he's he's at one wingers. Well, definitely Pat Richards, hundred percent. Yeah, he was the mo- he was just the most naturally gifted sports person. We used to like in, tra- in training, table tennis, golf, everything, football. Oh, was he one of them? Good at oh, everything. Un- unbelievable! Yeah, unbelievable at everything. Just, just really good. Uh, and then the other one, I'd probably say for Tuli Talanoa. Um, Kiwi lad played at Hull with. Yeah. He, he, I think he played at I think he played at South before he came over. He, he did, up, mate. Yeah. He ended up being a bin man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was a bin man before he came. He sort of like fell off the radar a little bit, and then he came over. But he was one of them like Briscoe that I was talking about before. You just couldn't get hold of him. Really strong fend, you know. From you go from a standing start to hundred mile an hour. One of them. Um. And he was a good bloke as well. And centres, definitely George Carmont. He yep. was he's another one. He was like I think he was on twenty grand in his first year. Came over, was on twenty grand. Madness, and, isn't it? And then ended, obviously ended up killing it. Um, yeah. but he was last like the most humble bloke, do anything for you. Um real family man, but like hard as nails and just a dead nice bloke. And he's backed it up on the field, then he's like yeah. that partnership with Paddy. On that left edge was just was just frightening. Um, yeah, unplayable at times. Yeah, and then the other yeah. centre played with some good ones. Played with Kurt Geeman, who was good, but not as good when I played with him. But um, 
but the probably I'd probably say Martin Gleeson. He was he was really he was really good. Dead knowledgeable about the game. Yeah, like just could read, just could read the game really well. Um, rugby brain. That's uh, what he's doing. What he's doing now, I suppose, and he's coaching with England rugby union now, isn't he? Yeah, well, I went out yeah. for a beer. I went out, I, I'm watching uh, London Irish and Newcastle in London, and I went yeah. on a trip with him. And he was, I don't know much about rugby union. He was just telling, he was talking me through all that tactics and why they do what they do. And he, he's only been in the game, I don't know, six months or whatever. And he just, yeah. he just like picks up rugby knowledge. Yeah. Um, in the halves, then one of them, one of them, like Trent Barrow, straight away. That yeah. was an easy, easy choice. Don't really need to talk about that too much. Um, no. He got, he once got. Um, I don't know if you remember the Diet Coke advert. Yeah. Fit guy with his top yeah. off, sweating that old girl swooning over him. We, some girl come up in a total fitness in Wigan and thought he was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. But yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was somewhere else. And then the other, the other half. I would have probably said Brett Finch until recently, but... Uh, um, oh, no, wait. Uh, I, know, I probably can't say him now, can I? But, um, you say who you want to say, mate. Yeah, well, <laughs> on, the, on the field, he was probably the best, but yeah, to, him, him or Tommy Lulawai. Yeah. Tommy was like, Tommy was a different type of half. Like, I mean, George, I played with some good ones. George Williams was really good. Yeah. Uh, but a very different house. But Tommy was just like, he was always in control. Was always like steady headed. Like it's hard to do that when you so much going on. Like because you, you imagine you there's a rook and it's three seconds and he's got to put a play on and then he's got three seconds he's got to organise and put another play on. Get people in the right place and yeah yeah. He was just always knew what he was doing, where he needed to be, where he needed other people to be, what was coming for players on after that, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the pack then I probably go. Mickey, Mickey at nine. We spoke yeah. about him. We spoke about him already. You knew what you were getting every single, every single week. It was just hard as nails, and he could obviously play a bit. But you just, you just, could, you, you felt better when he was playing. Like yeah. You, you just trusted he was to your left hand side, your right hand side, or whatever. Um, front row, definitely. Which this is, I played with some really good front rowers, but Andy Cawley. Uh, yeah, I remember him. Andy Cawley, mate, honest was. Like a really old school enforcer type, um, and he was only really, he wasn't, he wasn't mad, he was tall, but he was like wiry, quite wiry, really, a little bit like Gazok, that type. And, uh, yeah. but like he just used to like bully people. Um, and he, that the, the two years that he played with Wigan, I think 10 and 2010 and 11, he was, he was just really, really good, yeah. Um, and then Stu Field and the other one. I mean, on on his day, he's just like he was just too big and too strong. He was he was phenomenal player. Yeah, he dominated the competition for a while, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. like really good, really good player. Um, and then Sean O'Loughlin at loose forward, which again was is that's an easy pick. Uh, yeah, the best player that I've ever played with by a, by a mile. Like, he was some good players on that pitch, Trent Barrett, Sam Tompkins, and that. But like Sean O'Loughlin was, he was so. He could he could play better than the halves and better than the the pack at the same time. It was he just had absolutely everything. He'd throw a thirty meter pass, cut five blocks out, and it'd land sort of on the money. And then he'd 
he'd smack the biggest front rower and take the best carry. He just had absolutely everything. Yeah. Game knowledge. And he's one of them, like Sam, where he didn't really say much. He wasn't one of them, like, them shouters, but he'd just talk and people would like, right, right, yeah, okay. Yeah. No one ever questioned him, ever. Fair enough. Um, and then the back row, uh, Gaz Ellis at Hull, I played with him at Hull. Yeah. He was, he's another one, like, really sort of calm, well-mannered bloke, but just an absolute brute on on a pitch. A massive fella in the unbelievable nick, rock hard. But, yeah, just, he, he was another one, like, on his day, he was, he was just, just phenomenal, especially his, his time at West. Yeah. The other the other back row I really I played with loads of loads of good back rowers, Ryan Hoffman, Liam Farrell, Harrison Hansen was really good. Um but I'd probably say Gazok, really. He Gaz Gazok again was unplayable on his day. It was just he's he's that awkward. Yeah. Is it Kai Pierce Paul now he's playing that thing? Yeah, he's he is a very similar mall to Gaz, isn't he? Yeah, like yeah. He's, he's just like he Hate to tackle blokes like that having money like just because like they're all levers, they just like you can't tie them up. Um, so yeah, I think it's a pretty strong team. <laughs> no, it is, mate, it's spot on. I'm on bench uh, for 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> for all the latest regarding Trot the Egg in. Please add John Hetherington on Facebook, at John Heth H E T H on Twitter, at Trot the Egg in on Twitter, and Trot underscore D underscore egg underscore in on Instagram you've been listening to Trot the Egg in. thanks to our sponsors by Dell Sports follow us on Twitter at Trot the Egg in and Instagram at Trot underscore the underscore egg underscore in